Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a quick shot of romance with Becky and Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi, Hi, Becky. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm actually doing pretty good. I have, I'm so excited to talk about this book today because it's been on my TBR forever. And as part of the buzzing about romance, clear our TBR challenge, I was mm-hmm. able to like knock one off with this. It was so. a, it's a good one to knock off because this it, is such a good book. So um, our theme for November quick shots are going to be books that feature families. Um, these can be found families, DNA families, or the untypical family. Uh, on this episode, we are reviewing Butterfly Bayou by Lexi Blake. This is book one in her Butterfly Bayou series. So many bees. There's a lot of bees. <laughs> Can you give us the synopsis from Goodreads? Sure. New York Times bestselling author Lexi Blake is back with an all new heartwarming small town contemporary romance series set against the spicy southern backdrop of Louisiana's Butterfly Bayou. Life in Dallas took a tragic turn for nurse practitioner Lila Daly. In need of a fresh start, she retreats to Papillion, Louisiana, a tiny town on the bayou. Sure, she's greeted by a gator finds herself in the middle of golf cart wars, and unwittingly adopts a scruffy dog. But Lila remains undaunted. She's focused on running the town's medical clinic, but fitting into the quirky community is harder than she imagined. As a single dad, Sheriff Army Levine embraces routine. But there is nothing routine about the town's newest resident. Lila is a gorgeous fish out of water, and he's ready to catch her. In no time at all, in fact, in no time at all, Army knows Lila is the woman for him and he plans to win her heart. But when the past threatens their happiness, Army will have to decide if he has the courage to trust Lila enough to find a true happily ever after. So this release date is May 5th of 2020. This is actually a traditional published book. This is published by Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a single dad, small town uh, Hero in Uniform spinoff series. This is spun off from her Masters in Mercenary series. Mm-hmm. Um, a celibate hero. A, uh, oh, single dad on there twice. She's Becky. <laughs> um, and this is an untraditional family. Mm-hmm. This is even like Lila's family herself is an untraditional family. And, um, and, uh, sorry. <laughs> Things are ringing and I don't know why. And it's weird. Anyway, back to thoughts. Um, so and Army and Noel are an untraditional traditional family, family themselves because uh, he is divorced. So anyway, um, put out percentage on this is like right at 50%. It is like smack dab at 50%. So yeah, which is honestly, that's kind of slow for Lexi Blake, but it is a traditionally published book. So that it kind of pops a little bit, a teeny little bit at about 43%. Yeah. But it's not, it's not enough. Like it's It's not enough. It's a pop tease. Okay. Um, that's why I went with the 50, but I'm just saying there's, there's a little like sprinkling of popping. Like it's warming up. Yeah. I feel like when it's a tease like that, it has to be at a certain level and it it wasn't quite there. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the opening seeds because that it really helps set why Lila is leaving Dallas 
and moving to Papillon, Papillon, whatever. Papillon, um, I think. Papillion. I, I don't even know. It's, it's Louisiana. We're, we're terrible with words down there. Why she is moving. So there is mention of violence on page violence um, in this book and bloodshed and yes. a murder suicide. So just content trigger warnings on that one. Yeah. So this, it opens up where Lila is in Dallas in the hospital where she works in there has been an attack like in the hospital, like she's been held hostage and one of her best friends that she works with has been killed. And so she is dealing with like in that moment, in the aftermath of that, and that sets off her, like she, she can't stay there. Like she cannot be in Dallas anymore. It is brings back a ton of like bad memories of like what happened. And so she moves to Louisiana where her sister lives and we had met her sister in the Masters of Mercenary series because Remy used to work with McKay Taggart. So that's where all of that ties in originally. Um, so, and the opening, the meet cute. So that's the prologue. You get her history as to why she is moving to Dallas with the mm -hmm. scene that happens at the hospital. Yes. And a couple of things that we should say about Lila is she is not that old. She's only like 33. She is, but she like, she's an old soul in the sense where like, she has been handed some shit in her life. Well, she was and forced to grow up very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mother so has, she was, mother's a drug addict. Well, I, I think both the parents are gone. No, the mother's they? still alive. The mom is still is alive because she talks every once in a while about how she still talks to her or is okay, mom's trying to right. do better. But mom was a drug addict in and out of prison. Mm -hmm. And the very first time mom went to prison, Lila was six. Yeah. And she has an older brother and they work very hard to when the first time she went, the aunt came and basically showed them how to take care of themselves so that CPS would not catch on that there was no adult in the house. Yes. So at six years old, Lila is helping take care of her younger siblings because she there's four of them. There's a brother and then three girls and Lila is the oldest girl. So from six and then off and on, like throughout her entire childhood, she raised her younger siblings like and her brother was there. But then once he got to a certain point, like he left, like he needed to, to do what like his thing. And she got that. But then she was she was left raising them. So her moving to the Butterfly Bayou is not completely out of the realm to go where there is family. But you get mm -hmm. that instant feel of family right in that prologue. Yeah. Because her siblings are there with her. They are, you know, like they basically before she drop, can even. They basically drop everything and are there for her in that moment. So um, the opening scene of chapter one, however, Lila comes <laughs> face to face with Otis, the alligator. Yeah. The gator. So Otis, Otis is the town alligator who just likes to lounge and bask in the sun on the road. And she goes around him, but she's a little freaked out and starts speeding. Mm -hmm. And it's a speed trap. Yes. And the town sheriff army pulls her over. Yes. And after he issues her a ticket, Yes. And they're talking about how it's going to buy the new microwave or the new coffee machine for uh -huh. the station. Uh -huh. He then hits on her and asks her on a date. I know. 
like read the room like you go ticket somebody and then ask them out i mean clearly like he has been out of the dating world for a long time well and i don't know that he would have like even asked but his daughter is the dispatcher she's 16 she does online school and she works part-time at the dispatch office with army and she's like yeah you should ask her out you should ask her out but even even noelle is like why did you give her the ticket and then ask her like you're a dumbass dad what a dumbass um and you know lila is headed into small town even though her sister lives in the small town and is married to a family that's very in, engaged in the small town and mm. bread and they are not in bread, but yeah, wrong uh, word there. Wrong word. Uh, <laughs> they are engaged in the town. Lila is an outsider and she's a woman and mm-hmm. they had had an old school country doc who did not do things correctly. Yeah. Well, he had his own way of doing things like he's been doing them forever. And so Lila comes in and wants to do things the way you should do things. And when people don't want to come in for tests, like I just love the one scene where the, the one gentleman, like he doesn't want to come in. And so she's like, we talked about podcasts and we did all this. And then I had, I had to sign a paper saying that I wouldn't sue him or like, all no, this wouldn't crap. sell his blood. Well, and wouldn't like turn him in like for peeing to the like, FBI. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's had or to sign contract. Or planted at like a crime scene or anything. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Army a little bit. He is totally yeah. stuck in his ways. Well, let's let's talk about Army's home life though. So Noelle was in a car accident with her mother um a few years ago and her mother passed away and Noelle got seriously injured. She's in a wheelchair, she is not walking. Like an L3 spinal cord injury. Yes. And so he has been making his life, like his life surrounds around, surrounds around Noelle and taking care of her and making sure that everything is easy for her. Like he makes well, life some as guilt easy there as possible. Because the accident happened late at night. The ex, he demanded that the ex-wife bring Noelle to Papillon so that he, cause they were in New Orleans so that he could have his weekend with her. That was the deal. Mm-hmm. And it was late at night. And so she drove anyway and as they're driving to the town to for army to have his visitation with noel there is the accident so mm-hmm. there is and the wife died the ex-wife i should say ex-wife yes. ex-wife died ex-wife dies noel is seriously injured with mm-hmm. a spinal cord injury at the start of the book she is in a wheelchair yeah and is pretty limited she does not walk even with a cane brace or walker mm-hmm. um she even has a hard time getting in and out of her chair at times and so um army is you said it right helicopter parent overly doting he's like helicopter to the extreme yeah like because there he actually makes a comment at one point in the book where he doesn't think noelle has had a minute like when has she ever left by herself like since the accident has happened and it's been a couple years if i remember right um two years because it's or 18 months ish because it's still within the frame that she can gain more mobility back Mm -hmm. um and that becomes a point in this story between lila and army um yes is his um parenting choices um Mm -hmm. 
there's a fantastic scene. It's mentioned in the synopsis between the two old guys in town who've had their driver's license taken away from them. And they use lawnmowers and golf carts to play chicken against each other. (laughs) I'm like, oh, good gravy, these two. Um, And it was funny. There's so many small town quirky things in this book that I just love. Like her nurse is a who? Mabel? Mabel's the Uh nurse, I think. Mabel's the nurse and Mabel, Mabel does things Mabel's way. And, but, but the, the thing with this small town is like, they're quirky, but they care for one another. And like, they take care of each other and they're bad. Like there's some bad things that happen with a patient and it underscores to a scene later in the book. And it's kind of the culmination of army finally getting his head out of his ass. Like after like the big blow up, but like they're there for each other. But it's also this piece that, um, oh, well, and we'll talk about that in a second. There's also this piece that because Lila is coming into town, it's clean eyes. It's new eyes. She's mm-hmm. picking up on things that have been not good. Um, yeah. And you mentioned a little bit, there is a domestic violence situation. She recognizes it. She's a mandatory reporter. She reports it to Army. Mm-hmm. And at first he kind of pushes back and then he's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do yeah. the right thing and go out and check it. And at that moment, I really kind of wanted to like smack him. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, he wasn't always a small town sheriff. He worked in New Orleans. Like mm-hmm. things happen and you don't always see, especially in a situation where there's isolated islands in the bayou. You're not with everybody every minute of every day. Well, but I think part of Army's issue, though, is he's so focused on Noel and making Noel's life easy that he kind of, if it's not something huge and like in his face, like he doesn't really pay attention to it because it's it's outside of his the periphery of like his like he has tunnel vision in a sense, and so like that was something where it it is an isolated place where they like that couple lives, and so it doesn't. It's not in his face, so he doesn't see it. Um, The town realtor was hilarious. So she sells Lila this house that is a hoarding house. Um, Everybody's pretty sure she's paying off the inspector because there are things that are not okay in this house. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, she and Army have a date. And Army, or no, they do not have a date. She has a situation. She had to call 911. Army comes. She's a little shooken up. Army spends the night on the couch mm-hmm. in the house. And the next morning, the realtor, I cannot think of her name at the moment, comes into the clinic and brings Lila some chocolate chip cookies to welcome her to town. Thanks for buying a house with me. <laughs> but then the story unfolds. Apparently, chocolate chip cookies are her second best cookie. And also, the real estate agent believes herself to be in a relationship with Army. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's it's pretty funny because, I mean, nobody wants the second best cookie. But she gets the second best cookie because, like, Army has t- shown, like, to have an interest in Lila. And she's not okay with that. So funny. It was so <laughs> funny. And she's like, but those were good cookies. Like, Lila was like, I just was grateful to have food. And they're <laughs> like, no. Like- it was a slight because they are her second best cookie. Um, 
so let's talk a little bit about Noelle because she is a character within this story that because she's a teen mm-hmm. and she's older. And again, Lila's coming into a situation with fresh eyes and with medical well, and, expertise. And that's the big thing. Like she has the medical knowledge of these things and she is recognizing situations that should be pushed and they're not being pushed. And she, so her and army have been dating for a little bit. Like she is living with them now because things have happened with her house. Um, and she has really come to care for Noelle and can see that Noelle is struggling and can see that she is just kind of circling and she doesn't want that for her. And it, it kind of bites her in the ass a little bit because she pushes because she wants Noelle to, to, to move forward and army. It doesn't take well to that. He doesn't take well to it at all. Like he flips his shit. He does. And I just wanted to dick punch him so much in that moment because he is, he just is like refuses to listen to reason. He, he, and the biggest thing is he doesn't listen to Noel. Like, cause at one point Lila even says like, it is not normal for a teenager to, to not fight with anybody. Right ever yeah like she just says okay and like submits to everything and we do get noelle's she does get her own story she does she was the spin-off the first book in the masters and Mer- masters and mercenary reloaded series and we actually had lexi blake on one of our buzzing about romance happy mm-hmm. hours and you can find those over on our youtube and we talk a little bit about that book and about the masters and mercenary reloaded series so if you want that information, make sure you check out our YouTube channel for that. Um, let's talk about the extended family because family is our theme for November. Mm-hmm. And this one has lots of fun in it. It does. Uh, Lila's sister, Lisa, and Lisa's sister-in-law, Annie. I believe her name is Annie. Mm-hmm. When they're at the beauty shop for their day of beauty. No, Sarah. Serafina is her name. Okay, Serafina. So Serafina and... Lisa take Lila to the um to the beauty, the beauty shop. shop. Yes. <laughs> Serafina is very enthusiastic <laughs> about getting the opportunity to do anyone's hair and have highlights. Yes. Well, and and Serafina is one of those people where she she's kind of lost. She, she's a single mom. Yes. It um but she she is excited and it overly excited <laughs> but she's she's not so good no she's not um and i'm assuming is she get a story in this butterfly she does bunny? she okay. is book two if i remember correctly because okay. i'm if i remember right zeb who is lisa's brother well, let's talk about him he is he, book three like in the second chapter is in jail <laughs> Because Roxy, who is one of Army's deputies, and huh. she's a transplant from New York to yes. the Bayou, has arrested Zeb for not Again. quite a clear reason. Well, it's kind of their thing. It's kind of their foreplay. Is that what it is? Like, they he gets arrested, they sleep together, 
he goes well, home. <laughs> they had a one night stand, like when she first came to town and it kind of set off this like chaos of he does stupid shit to get her to pay attention well, to him and she and he, arrests him. And he does stupid shit. And he has a conversation with army where he basically kind of like takes the treat and like leads army to the deduction of well and it's funny (laughs) well and it's funny coming from zeb who it he's kind of like the town screw up he's not but he like he comes across that way who's basically like dude like i could have done better than that (laughs) but i think i think one of my favorite parts though is like when they're at the poker game and Renee, who is this really rich guy who lives in the area is like, so I think I'm going to ask Lila out. Yeah. Because they've kind of broken off. Yes. Cause at this like, point they, they're yeah. like in on a break or they're done. Cause army's an idiot. And Renee is like, yeah, like I can see her worth. Like yeah, I'm going to totally go after off, that. I'm gonna Cause her he's up. been in an accident and Lila was like, Lila like saved him and that's a whole big thing. And he's like, I, I wouldn't be an idiot and like push her away. Right. It was so funny. Like that poker game was good. This whole book was good. And I do want to say, I listened to the audio and Leah always gets grumpy. Um, I don't get but grumpy. It's, it's single person point of view. But it's third person. So it's, it's not third as, person. I don't get up. I don't get like all out of whack when it's third person with the way like what the books play out when it is single first person. Okay. Um, It's written by, (laughs) it's read, performed by um, one narrator and um, a female and it's done exceptionally well. Like I listened to it, ignored my family all day yesterday. And this morning I had like like 10% left to go. And I was like, I'm just going to go in the bedroom and play some animal crossing and listen to the last of my book. I just wanted to ignore people. And that worked. <laughs> so, That's really funny. It is really funny. Okay. So let's do our questions. Leah, did you like this book? I love this book. I love everything Lexi Blake puts out though. This is a little bit tamer than some of her other books because it's traditionally published, but it's still really well written and very well thought out. What about you? Um, I really liked it. I can't believe it took me so long. I know. To I get just, it off my I'm TBR. I'm disappointed in you because I you told be. you for months like how good this series. I know, is. and actually, I went looking. I bought this book when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a huge Lexi Blake fan. I'm the one who kind of pushed her onto you and was like, "You got to read her." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Yes, I did like it very much. She has a great, fantastic way to writing. And even her traditional published books have some fairly sexy times in them. So they do. Um, who would typically like this book? Um, single parent books where the child is a huge part of the story. Because honestly, like Noelle's story arc was such a defining factor in this book. And if you're fans of a small town, because this is perfect small town. Yeah. And if you are more of a traditional published reader, this is going, but you like your traditionally published books to be kind of at the higher end of sexy f- for those, mm-hmm. for those books. Like push the, they pushed a line of traditional. Line a little bit. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a book for you. Also small town. If you like the antics of like bootleg springs and those <laughs> little small towns, J- Jetty beach, you're going to love um, the small town of butterfly Bayou. Uh, Leah, do you recommend this book? 
Um, I do recommend this book. And if you are interested in Lexi Blake's books, but you're not sure if you want to jump in the McKay Taggart, like Masters of Mercenaries world, this is a really good feel of like her writing style and how she writes. Um, it's also a really good series starter. And you have that note here too, because it doesn't spend a ton of time world building. Mm-mm. You Does get not. little spink- sprinkles of the people and who's going to have stories and who isn't going to have stories and how the town is laid out without it spending a ton of time on page. It does no. not take away from the chemistry of the story between mm-hmm. Army yeah, and Lila. not at all. Like the focus is Army and Lila and Noel. Like it is yeah. the three of them. Like that's where the main focus of the story is. And there's other little things that trickle in and out and you get like Otis and the lawnmower, like golf cart wars and stuff like that. But And Zeb. He wins yeah, my heart. Of course, Zeb. But like, but everything else, it just... It's on the periphery. Like none of it overpowers any of the story. Um, Okay. So make sure you're joining us for the whole month of November where we are going to talk family romances. Everyone will be a Mm -hmm. little bit different. We're going to cover found family, not your typical families and DNA families. So until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzing about romance or on Twitter at buzzing romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.